0: Welcome, friends. Hi. Hello. Etc. Y'all are listening to. How do you do? The show where we. Interview our friends. About their jobs. You got it. It's, it's time, time to, to learn, learn, y'all. Zoom, 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 zoom. <sighs> Hi, and welcome. Hannah, do you really mm-hmm. hate the. Soft, breathy, open that much?
1: Yes. Okay,
0: well, welcome to How Do You Do? (laughs) My name is Brad Breakfast. We're joined, well, I am joined, as always, by Hannah Backwards, Hannah, who's our guest? We've got Cepeda with us tonight. Cepeda, are we using your last name? Because you have a fairly unique first name, so... Uh, I
2: have a fairly unique last name, too. Uh, Yeah, the whole package, yeah.
0: (laughs) Cepeda Cheeks.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Uh.
0: (laughs) Cepeda, you are a veteran. Uh, You worked for the Cherokee Nation, is that right? That is true. And you're a comic, and one of my favorites around town, actually. thank you. I I make every every chance that I'm that I can stay awake to come see
2: you. I'm barely awake up there.
0: (laughs) I get it. So uh, we're going to talk about those those jobs, all of that stuff. Uh, We do have a regular regular segments for the show. Um, So we can we leave that in. (laughs) <laughs>
2: it so a uh, little audio bar went up. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, we we've got the regular shout out, the rant, the facts, all of it. So let's go ahead and get started on that. So who's who's my shout out? Uh, Darcy Lee is the first one. Yeah. So Darcy has like last night tried to get into a group, uh, a science group that I that I run on Facebook. And I, I noticed that she had one of those, one of those problematic frames around her photos, you know, (laughs) like exposing friends to extremists. But hers was, (laughs) we say no to vaccine passports. And it's a science group, remember, so it immediately pissed me off. Yeah. And I was like, no, you can't do it. And I can send feedback when I decline someone. So I told her like, we don't allow plague rats oh, man. <laughs> into this group. Yeah. And uh, and so she, she sent a bunch of friends to try to join. And each one of them, like, they didn't try to sneak in. Mm-hmm. They all answered the questions by saying they were unvaccinated, mm-hmm. including one guy who said, I was told to say I'm unvaccinated, but I'm actually... Vaccinated, so like that poor yes. guy.
2: Yeah, I
1: don't even support this. Yeah, like it's probably someone's you know partner. They are like, "You need to do this. You also need to go to this group. Say that you weren't vaccinated." Yeah,
0: remember when you stayed out drinking with your friends and I just let it go? This is what you do for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it! But right? but like he he didn't want people to think he was unvaccinated. That's so, my favorite part.
2: That's a weird thing to like try to hide from your friends like, Yeah. I really got the shot. I can't tell right. anybody. I'm
0: vaccinated. Don't <laughs> I got tell the booster anybody. as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, and but, so here's the the best thing about it. I I get all of these together and I'm just like, well, we're just not going to let people in. Like that's that's fine. We can just shut off admission for a couple of days and they'll calm down. But she's sent several requests and finally I clicked her profile and her, she's a business owner and her business is just publicly listed (laughs) and I can make appointments at it, which I have not done, but I am very much like considering because it's a nail salon in British Columbia in Canada. You could like
2: book her out for the day. And I can no book her, her out for
0: the her. month.
1: That would
2: ruin her livelihood. But-
1: <laughs> it, it would. I mean, she's already ruining a bunch of other people's livelihoods by remaining unvaccinated. Yeah. That
2: is true. I give <laughs> yeah. her one thing. She has a great group of friends. Like, they're very <laughs> they're loyal, loyal yeah. to the, her. Yeah. Because if one of my friends like, bro, join this, I'd be like, no. The, no. the minute I hear join, no. No, I'm not going to do that no. for you.
0: You've already done that. No. Yeah. Well, I kind of got the feeling that either they're really loyal or just none of them have jobs.
1: Right. Or With, both. I mean, they're caught up in that too. So she yeah. fires them all up, and then they're all so angry, and they're just like, "Bah." Some Facebook. of the most
2: loyal people I've ever met are unemployed. So that's
0: true. Well, they don't. They just don't have other things to do. Yes. And, I mean. <sighs> It's fine. Do you? Uh, and I guess it's easier to do in one of the most expensive places to live on Earth, Vancouver, Canada. It's Phew. it's expensive. Phew. Right. Yeah. But uh, the nail salon must have been doing good. It must be, must be. And I, I'm I don't want to like you know destroy her income for a month. I that's not my my intention. My point is to say. People are really, like, they don't think ahead. Mm-hmm. They just do shit without understanding that there can be consequences. And because they have made this information public, like, the consequences can hurt a great deal. Right. Yeah, they, they just go straight to reaction. Yeah. And that, um, you know, I do have another shout out. Because we're speaking of somebody who doesn't understand consequences... Of course, I've got to bring up Phil Riker, who has been my shout out what, pretty much every show this season. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Phil. That's uh, a, he's a recurring character. He's He's a character. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I just. He, he has also not understood consequences because we found out on the last episode that anytime we mention him, he sends a link to the episode in a message to several people and it's like, listen to them talk about me. And he doesn't understand. Increase of views. <laughs> yeah, I get paid for this. Like, we get...
1: He's sharing it. They're clicking on it. They're listening to it.
2: Yo, Phil Rucker's dope. He's getting more <laughs> 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 So sure,
1: keep doing it. Please share. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, shout out to you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're a good guy. Man. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know what you did. He's not a good guy, but... but, but he is
1: for directly
0: helping me. Thanks so. for the support. Whatever. Shout out to Phil, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shots, sh- somebody get a shot for Phil. Yeah, <laughs> Not on my dime, but uh, <laughs> somebody's dime. Yeah. I just feel like it'd be a bad idea if he drank. Because <laughs> he doesn't understand consequences and we've
1: or boundaries. Yeah. So, anything
0: I think would even <laughs> also, make
2: that way worse. Hello to the people that he sends this link to. How y'all doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, we appreciate the listens. Uh, we do have a great show for you. Um, I have a rant. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I told you today? What the story was? I mean, to a point, yes. I got several
1: voice messages because of the restrictions on Facebook Messenger. But it started out with stupidity and it ended with more stupidity than i could have imagined come from a single person
0: yeah okay so and my my <laughs> yeah. rant is is kind of talking about consequences again and it is it's it's all gonna loop around i promise so i had a couple of guys come in today into the pawn shop um who were uh Aggressively stinky. Ooh. Yeah, they had been walking. It was hot today. That's fine. Not a big deal. We've got incense. W- w- take care of it. Whatever. But they t- they come up to me and they're like, "Hey, do you want to come check this stuff out?" And that sets off alarm bells in my head because I'm like, "Well, they're just asking me to help me help them carry stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm not interested in that." But. <laughs> It turns out he says, We have a barbecue grill and a forklift. <laughs> so uh, curiosity is now peaked. <laughs> I said, Well, I'm not interested in the barbecue grill, but show me the forklift. I wasn't interested in buying a forklift, but I wanted to know what they were calling a forklift. <laughs> and so it turns out they had a smoker, not a grill. Um, that was homemade. Still don't want. That's a terrible idea. And the forklift was a floor jack. A three ton floor jack. A, a advanced auto parts store brand floor jack. Not a nice one. Like a, what was it from? Advanced auto parts? Yeah. Well, it, it, it's one of the ones that they sell like their budget model oh
2: okay I, about to say, I thought they just stole it from an advance auto
0: don't no, no it wasn't stolen that i mean it didn't look new it looked probably 20 to 30 years old <laughs> and so they bring it in and i'm like well what do you want me to what do you what do you want for it he says a hundred dollars what that's a steal
2: i bought it regardless
0: <laughs> well hey No, (laughs) my, my reaction was actually just, I couldn't hold it in. I just started laughing and said, I will give you $20. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Cause I, my shop is lousy with floor jacks. I've got too many. I can't move them. Uh, It's, It's like, it's one of those things that comes in 10 times a day. I have to be real picky. And so I have them. I finally coaxed them like through the door they are doing all of this business in my entryway, blocking people, and they left the jack just in the entryway for people to slip on. Great. So I finally, I'm like, push it up to the desk, like just push it through the store. It's not that far. We'll get it up here so I can look at it and look at my computer, figure something out. And, and he does. And I, finally I look it up and I'm like, yeah, it's going to be 20 bucks. That's what I can do. It's real old, um. It's, it's going to sit on my shelf for months. And he said, okay, let me go think about it. And he one the main guy leaves his buddy in the store with the floor jack. And he goes outside. And then I get a phone call. And it's a guy on the phone asking me, he says, what do you pay for floor jacks? <laughs> and I said, well, I'm going to need, like, any information. <laughs> and he says, it's... It's a Tor brand floor jack. Um, and it's like the ones they have in shops. And I said, What does that mean?
1: <laughs>
0: I, I'm losing my shit. Like I am I I felt like I was having a stroke and just missing a whole bunch of information. And I said, Do you mean tech, which is the brand that Advanced Auto Parts carries? And he said, Yeah. And I said, are you the guy who just left a fucking floor jack in my store? And he said, well, no. Wait, where am I calling? And I said, look up. And he did. And I said, do you see the phone number painted on the building? And he said, yeah. He said, is that the number you just called? And he said, yeah. (laughs) And I said, so you called me trying to shop around while your, while your item is in my store, do you understand why I'm no longer interested in buying it? And he said, yeah. <laughs> and then his friend, who's standing next to me, says, ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> and he, like, pushed it out the whole time. He's like, man, I wish I didn't have to hang out with this guy. <laughs> and it is a prime example of poor planning. <laughs> well, yes. It was, uh, like, they, they had no plan for this item. They didn't know what they were going to do. They didn't know how much money they could take. They said they needed gas money, but they were walking. And That's probably why they need gas money. Well, well where was their car? <laughs> like, they must have been far away. And they were carrying a, a, a homemade barbecue smoker, which... I, there's just a series of events that led up to this that I don't fully understand. There's
2: drugs somewhere in there's this There's
0: drugs somewhere in Some, here, yes. Somewhere
2: drugs is a pit stop somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or just the f- smoker was something they picked up in between their car and the shop. Like they passed through a front yard and were like, I'm taking this.
2: this. I'm 90% sure they got that jack from...
0: Someone's garage. 100%. Yeah, just an open gra- I'm. I'm sure there was no car. But they could have had any more plan to this, and I totally should have told the guy like, "I'll give you ten bucks." And then when the guy came in asking for twenty, because whoever he called just offered him less, I'd have been like, "No, I just offered you ten dollars when you called me." Like zing, <laughs> mouse trap sprung. Please but take the damn drack, please. Yeah, I, I just like I lost my shit on the phone. Because it was such a stupid series of events. Yeah, like, that every
1: it was like he had no environmental awareness either. None. Just no awareness at all.
0: Yeah, it was some Scooby Doo shit. <laughs> it was the bad guy in Scooby Doo. Jinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Zinks. It Zoinks. was. It was the verbal equivalent of catching an old man in a net. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean like so my, my whole rant is just just plan ahead. That's always, all. Just think about ahead. what's gonna happen. You you know Cepeda, you're a vet. Yes. Yes.
2: That's all. Well, I planned ahead a lot, but also the plans always, most of the time failed. And yeah, so, they don't always <laughs> go to <too so>, plan. <laughs> yes, plan ahead, but also plan for your plans.
1: Be flexible. To hit, to hit
2: the fan. <laughs> yeah, <like> Be flexible, <laughs> yes. Be ready. You... It, I have spent countless hours in the army planning... Planning. We have spent hours for those plans to just <laughs> disappear at a moment's notice. Oh, because God. some dude at the pentagon or something was like nah and then just all that hour all the time of my life were just for no reason so hey man if you a matter of fact fuck planning don't plan no, don't plan don't okay, plan okay planning's stupid just fuck be it. flexible planning's dumb but don't not planning's dumb too just fucking
0: well so you you were stationed all over the world at, for some period of time mm-hmm How many times was it a plan that you just had for, like, a night out that fell through because somebody did something that was very stupid that went against your plan?
2: (sighs) Like, every night I ever went out. But uh, I'd say, so one time, I was in a riot once in Europe, actually. Whoa. So it was the World Cup.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. And
2: Poland just lost because I was in Poland, and Poland had just lost their, like, qualifier round or something like that. So, the people of Poland were pissed off. Like, very... Because, like, the Super Bowl here is huge, right? People's favorite team lose Super Bowl, people are pissed, right? Right. Yeah. Imagine, like, the Super Bowl, but, like, 100 times bigger. Oh, yeah. And Big so, yeah, yeah, deal. So, like, the Poland... The Polish people are extremely upset and drunk. Yeah. So, we were all standing outside, minding our own businesses. Also drunk, but not angry. Because we could care less about football.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so uh one drunk Polish guy walks by a lady friend of ours and he like touched her and she got mad and slapped him understandably so and he proceeded to like put his hands like on around her throat. So we beat the shit out of him. We beat the fuck out of this man.
0: Yeah, like, as you should.
2: yeah, he got the shit beat out of him. However, we forgot that we were in a foreign country. <laughs> <laughs> and we were representatives of another country's army that just stomped out a citizen. The fuck
1: out of this Poland guy. <laughs>
2: I've never seen police pull up to a location so fast in my life. Oh, my God. But the good part was no police in Poland have guns because we would have got fucked up. (laughs) But they have like riot shields and shit. So they surround us like riot shields and they're like screaming Polish at us. And I'm like, we don't understand that. So I'll try my best. Like, I'm like, yeah, we're in in your country. So we're kind of have to learn your language. I was trying to learn Polish the best I could. I don't have that much mental capacity. (laughs) I'm trying to learn sign language. That's hard. (laughs) Pig Latin's hard. All that shit. But I was... So, like, he was young enough. We were like... But then also, Polish police also don't execute well because they left a giant gap in the middle of their circle. (laughs) And we just walked out of it. And, like, they kind of were like...
1: Shit. They escaped.
2: So, as we, like, walk away, the streets of Poland are in chaos. Like, people are fighting... It's crazy. People are throwing bottles and stuff. It was it was the funnest time of my life. But <laughs> at one point, somebody threw a beer bottle at me, and it like it like barely missed my head. And I'm also wearing like a dress shirt, dress pants. Right, you're going it, out. They made us always dress up in college shirts if we went out for the dumbest reason. It was like we got to look professional. And I'm like, they don't give a fuck out right, of you. like... Yeah. But yeah. So he threw a bottle at me. I looked at him, and he just storms off. So I chase after him wearing like dress pants and like dress shoes. <laughs> oh I'm on his ass too. I'm like on his ass. And so he goes down his alley and I get him. I finally catch up to him, but he's deep. He has like hella friends with
1: him. Oh, yeah. No. And I was like,
2: I'm about to get stomped the fuck out. But also, I'm drunk as hell. So my pride's like, bro, fuck it, I bro. Let's do this. Like, you could knock out like two before they beat you. <laughs> so I'm about to do it. And then another friend of mine who was much less drunk and much smarter, she was like, this is a terrible idea. Just fucking leave. And I was like, she saved y'all asses. I so hope y'all know that.
1: <laughs> and in my, hand, and my hand, I was like, she me. saved
2: my ass. I was going stomped out. And so then, yeah, I go back to the streets. And, then you know, it's just more fighting more still. More chaos. And then this one police officer with a stick, he says, go home. I said, fuck you. And he got me right here in the rib. And I couldn't breathe for like a day. I was like, and I got right in the cab. I got like easily in a yeah, cab. No, okay, I I'm went going. straight home after that. And I was the riot in Poland.
0: That's crazy. Yes. Over football. Well, Over it, football. it like imagine um, it. I would liken it more to a a, a Bruins game, like a hockey game mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Boston. But yeah. hockey is also the most popular sport in the world. It's a whole town kind of a celebration thing. And soccer, well, what we would know as hooligans, aren't just <laughs> drunk. They do a shitload of cocaine, and something I learned recently: they huff like airplane glue. Mm. Like that is a thing that soccer hooligans do, because it makes you, uh, like it. It, it just uh, uh, helps to fuck you up more. Jesus. And like I read, I read this whole thing like from a former hooligan. He's like, yeah, we like you'll look. Down the road, and there's a guy who makes $3 million a year, and his nose is bleeding because he's been doing coke in the bathroom for two hours. Jesus. And holy shit. These people are serious about this sport that we don't even respect here. Yeah. I like soccer. It's it's cool. I don't
2: respect it, no. But I... It's it's, 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 it's cool. Actually, I don't respect it on the American level. Like, I respect international soccer yeah, because they're way better than they are here. However, there's like... like, Remember Freddie Adu? We had those commercials and shit? Yeah, yeah. I love Freddie Adu. But uh, that's about it. (laughs) That's all I know. I love the women's national team because they actually win. Yeah, yeah, they're
1: great. I
2: support... The men's team is ass. They're Mm -hmm. garbage. I don't think they've won shit like ever. I remember that one year they went like Germany and they were getting all this praise Cause the goalie kept blocking. I said the defense keeps letting them get to the goal. Yeah, yeah, they're bad. He's he's saving their ass. Job. he shouldn't have to block this many shots.
0: That's uh, yeah. That's (laughs) oh Jesus. Oh,
2: soccer
1: sounds American.
2: That's why I love basketball because America destroys people in it. Mm -hmm. The Olympics. There's. People are like, oh, we're gonna watch. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know who's gonna win?
0: Right. Yeah. Every right. Year.
2: We oh. have, we've had like Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant on the same team, and other other teams have like Mario Fernandez.
0: <laughs> we we've been uh, watching Winning Time.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Great show! It's
0: so good. Great show. We haven't watched the season finale, but we watched everything else. Oh
1: my else. god,
2: it's so! G- I love it because everybody that's portrayed in it hates it, so I know <laughs> everything they're saying is. It's true. It's got to be true, yeah. It's all true as hell.
0: Well, uh, Spencer Haywood, like he, you know, he he failed out of the most successful team in history and went and played basketball for what fucking Italy, I think. Mm-hmm. And like an Italian team. And uh, he was married to the like objectively most beautiful woman, most beautiful woman in the world at the time, Iman, mm-hmm. uh, who later just married David Bowie because, you know, you got to fucking upgrade when your husband is smoking crack. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that show is, that show is it's, intense. I yeah.
1: It. And it, it shot beautifully. It was just a done so well.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get on to to some facts, and then we'll ask you some questions. Okay.
1: So really just one. Um, In the United States, the first formal military satellite program called Weapon System 117L, or whatever, was developed in the mid-1950s. So they started using satellites
0: as far as weaponry goes in the 1950s. Yeah, so... uh, well, it's it's a weapon system, so it's like yes. a guidance system, right? Is that? Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. And is that what you? What What did you work on?
2: So I was more like communication, communication versus like weapon stuff. So I fixed like satellites that like communication, like radio waves yeah. and stuff. So I'm really good. With, like I worked with like radios yeah. and like. Computers, stuff like that. So, like in tanks, what they would use to talk to each other, I fix stuff like that.
0: All right. So, when you fixed, did you like have to fix component, replace components? Mm -hmm. So,
2: I would have to like hardware, software, stuff like that. Wow. I'd have to, yeah, I had to fix stuff like that.
0: That's serious shit.
2: Yeah, a lot of hours of
0: just yeah. dumb shit, and also <laughs>
2: like cause, you know you, people have to talk to each other yeah. and that type of stuff. So I used to get woke up at stupid hours of the night to come fix stuff. Like like three a.m. Like hey bro, I hate to do this, and I'd be like, no, you don't. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I mean you had a valuable uh, job. It, it you know we can always argue about whether it's valuable to be the guy that fixes the missile that, that you know, kills or crashes into a school or something. Yeah. But to the guy who helps people talk, yeah, that's good. That's, it's objectively a good thing to, to be.
1: Yes.
2: I only picked it because I knew I could get a job out of it after I got out of the army. Because people, I've heard too many stories, like dudes do like infantry for like 18 years. And it's like, how, what does that translate to in the civilian world? It's like a cop. Like that's really it. That's yeah. all you can do. Mm-hmm. Or, like, some dude, like, if he's shooting missiles, like, if he's shooting, like, rounds out of a tank, he's like, what can I do? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. There is no right. translation. You have to stay in the army if you do this job or, like, switch jobs.
0: Yeah, I, I work with a, with an infantry guy. I mean, pawn shop. That's mm-hmm. just, we both do the same exact thing. No, nothing. He, he was a cop for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And that that's all he could find that, that really was a direct translation Um. That or going and becoming a contractor, which is good money or not? It's good money, but yeah, are you going to be committing war crimes?
1: 2000,
2: you're either going to be committing them or assisting people in doing that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, when you like, the most I do is you just talk to each other. But, I mean, I never got deployed to like a combat zone. And also, So when I joined the army I thought we were in like I joined right before ISIS cut that dude's head off Like right before My mindset when I joined was I'm gonna do one contract And then get some free college And then dip And then at basic training They showed us a video They were like a dude just got his head chopped off in Afghanistan You motherfuckers about to get ready And I was like oh fuck damn it, Shit Fuck
0: Damn it (laughs) <laughs> that's that's uh it's kind of a lot wow. to, to have on your plate suddenly
2: what's that song so I have this playlist called songs that excite the white folk and it's just like you know really white <laughs> song and there's that one song that goes like "Dionion Dionion
0: oh fortunate Ding. son yeah <laughs>
2: man white people love that song I love that song but it's weird every army of it some dude will pull out a Bluetooth speaker and he would play that. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Stop, please!" Because it's like a war song. It's like every time I hear that yeah. song, I'm like, "I thought like we should be killing people right now. We should be shooting at <laughs> this people is our,
0: right now." This is our That's, a, that's a song about uh, John McCain. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, people like John. Well, he McCain. was a POW. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know what's crazy? So you know, I couldn't vote back then, but I was like, "Yo, John McCain's pretty dope." I was like, "So she has to go against Obama," but I was like, "He's kind of cool." I mean, I like his politics, which I care less about that. I was just talking about his backstory. Yeah, that was dope.
0: Yeah, well he he had a chance to come back and he was like, "No, I I yeah. am not going to be that guy." And a lot of people in, in in his position did. Like not could have. They did. They were captured, they came back because their parents were rich mm-hmm. politicians. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's so that's that is a good backstory. It's too bad that at the end of his life he decided to get on his knees and praise emperor trump that's i mean he he was such a solid person just in character for so long they ruined it
2: don't let me be a pow they can tickle me and i'm telling them everything i'm telling
0: them
2: my mom's social i don't give a fuck you if if i was a a prisoner of war don't waterboard me at all just give me a piece of paper i'll give you everything you need to know I'm answering security questions on bank info and shit. It doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) Just please. I'm pussy. A hundred percent.
1: So, Cipano, what are your pronouns?
2: He, him, he, him.
0: Perfect. Cis fella.
2: Yeah. Cis guy.
0: (laughs) Cis guy. So, uh, like, what do you do? What are you currently doing? Uh, you you were working at the Cherokee Nation?
2: I was working at Cherokee Nation. We had some disagreements. Nothing personal. Just not where I need to work. So right now, I'm thinking about getting more into like what I did in the Army, like the IT field. Sure. And then, but right now I'm just taking time, chilling with my son and uh writing jokes and still but still applying to like some IT places. Probably just be like a service desk guy. Cause really, yeah. that's where that's where money. If if shit hits the fan, I'm just gonna learn how to code, and I know how to code. Actually, they taught us how to code for like four weeks. They teach you just coding, which is crazy because we never use it again. But <laughs> they just like just so you get it, and then I'm like okay. But yeah, I'm probably just, if shit hits the fan, I'm just gonna learn how to code and just start fucking coding or some shit, man. Make money off. Of
0: yeah. That. Um. So what does a typical day uh, look like for you now? Okay.
2: So I wake up about nine. My son's probably stomping on my head or something. He's Been like, there.
0: I want breakfast. <laughs> make
2: it yourself. But so I get up, make him and myself breakfast. Uh go to the gym. I drop him off at my mom's house, go to the gym, uh, work out, come back home. Like today, type of if I'm not, you know, I'm not working right now. Uh shit. Write some jokes for about an hour. Uh and just bullshit the rest of the day. Probably just Play Super Smash Bros with him and just call it a fucking day. That's all I've been doing the past like three days. That's just... awesome. And if I have like a little show to go to or open mic, like, I might go, but it depends if he just won. I gotta get revenge. And uh, <laughs> that's about it lately. It, that's a good that's a good day. Yeah, that's a great day. That is a great Oh, also, because when I quit my last job, they said they would pay me two weeks after I've worked. And my vacation time I had saved up. So that's really why I've had no initiative to find
1: Ooh, another job. <laughs> that's nice. That's a terrible
2: thing. I have no initiative to find another job. They've given me zero drive.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, zero. it works that way sometimes. Yeah. So are you part of the Cherokee Nation?
2: I am not. I was really confused when they hired me. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm native, but I'm not like, I don't know what I am. My grandpa was half black, half native. But okay. We don't have any of his info because you chuck up the deuces. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. so I don't know what exactly he is, but I know we're native. I just right, don't know the, per- the exacts. <laughs> so
1: I don't know. Man. That's perfect. I need an is perfect. Test or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you feel any discrimination working there since you were not native?
2: Oh, it's a ton of white people that work there. No, it's super. It's t- so it's like Cherokee Nation businesses. So mm-hmm. that's the business part. They don't give a fuck. They'll hire whoever is best to work. There. Yeah, my VP, he was native, and he was cool as fuck. But yeah, it's so the people in charge are like super native. Mm-hmm. But like the people that work, not nah, not all of them have to be native. Mm-hmm. Now, if you put on your app, they have a part where it's like, "Are you native?" And I asked like, "What's that for?" And it's like, "We're probably gonna pick them over." And I'm like, "As you should, as you should."
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I worked for a, a casino for a couple of years mm-hmm. for um but I I'm not native in in any official capacity. I'm I'm from Oklahoma, so probably at some point but it's you know. Yeah. But uh that's that's absolutely the thing. Like you would get if a per if you've been there for a year and a person uh got hired like the week before, but they were in the tribe. They were getting promoted before you. Yeah. And I can understand that. Yeah, I can too. It's it's their prerogative. It's their right to do. Um, it does make it difficult sometimes to advance in the uh, in the position or in that that department. But um, you know they'll hire just about anybody as long as you're not uh, horrible.
1: Right, yeah.
0: They might hire you for horrible, too. They, they hired know? some I mean, horrible people. Right. I would say they people. just washed out. Yeah, you just gotta hide, that, hide the fact you're horrible.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Don't <laughs> show not, them your inner self.
0: Yeah. So how long were you uh, were you working with them? Like seven
2: months. Like, like seven months, yeah. All right. And I was like, this is not for me.
0: How long were you uh, in the military?
2: Seven years. Seven years. Seven years, yeah.
0: That's a long time. <sighs> yes. <laughs> You're like, really, yes, it
1: yes, was every yes. bit of the seven years, huh?
2: Yes, it's weird. It like was a drag, but also went by like it was nothing, you know? Yeah, I joined when I was 18 years old, and I was
0: like, what the fuck?
2: And then at 25, I'm still like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, what? we're gonna we're gonna talk about what made you uh join the military because I have some. Pointed questions that definitely aren't directed at you. I feel you.
2: So, (laughs) I joined the Army. So, my dad, before he had passed away, our last conversation we ever had, he was like, you have no discipline. You need to join the Army. And I was like, no, I'm not joining a fucking Army. And then he was like, you should join. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then this recruiter at school was like, you should join the Army, dude. And I was like, bro, get the fuck out of my face. And then... (laughs) He had asked me again over the phone. I was like, maybe the Air Force, but not the Army. And he was like, okay, that's good enough for me. And then he passed away, and then I was like, well, fuck, I got to join something now. I just felt like, yeah, maybe that was a sign. So then I talked to the recruiter. Well, I didn't go talk to him. He came and talked to me. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you going to join the Army now? And I was like, no. But then I was like, I'm going to join the Air Force. And he lied to me. He was like, if you join the Air Force, they don't let you pick your job. And I was Mm -hmm. like, ew, I don't want to get forced into anything. So I was like, yeah, I'll join the Army. I d- took no convincing. I was just like, fuck it. Okay. So he took me to the recruiting office. He printed off my little shit. And I was still 17 at the time. So I had to go to my mom. And she had, darn it. And I had to, she had to sign my paperwork. And she was like, what the fuck? She was like, what do you mean you're joining the Army? I was like, I'm joining the Army, ma. She said, you didn't tell me shit about this. I thought you are going to college. I was like, I've got zero college letters coming to mail. Right. I graduated oh. like three months. I said, I'm not going to college. <laughs> And so she, uh, it took me like hella convincing, but yeah, so she signed it, I enlisted, and then I turned 18 that August. So the week later, I got on a bus and went to basic training.
1: Dang.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, what made you get into the Cherokee Nation business industry? Like- so
2: it was this website, like Jobs for Veterans, and I was like, psh- and I applied. I applied to everything on there. And okay. they were the first people to call. So actually, I was working at Mathis Brothers first when Ooh, I got the army. And a couch fell on. I, I was a forklift operator and a couch fell on me. And I'm done with this fucking job. So I applied to like everything on that oh website. Oh my god. I applied to everything, and they were the first people to call me back. So I was like, this is
0: my new job. All right, cool. So what did, uh I mean, do you have like a, a range of income that, that you're comfortable with telling us? Or what did it pay? Whatever you're comfortable it talking paid, about.
2: It paid a good 23 an hour. It paid a good 23 an hour. It was solid. Yeah,
0: That's
1: decent. Right?
2: It was pretty solid. Well, it was, I had no plans of staying there long term anyway. Yeah. I was just going to like chill there while I looked for like So I was just, actually the first day I worked there, I want to say it was the first day I did comedy. No, I did comedy the night before. And then the next day, I went to work for the first day, and then I was really just enthralled with the comedy thing, and I was like, "What if I take this farther?" But I'm also like, "Let's be realistic here. Like, let's you <laughs> yeah. need a job, and like you, I watched I because I was watching something I forgot who it was. They were like, "Yeah, man, it took me like 30 years to get to fucking." And I was like, "Well, oh, fuck yeah, I probably should still work a job, and I
0: said, <laughs> right?
2: I figure this shit out."
0: There are people who have Comedy Central specials who still have a day job.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's that's times.
0: that's mm-hmm. real. Yeah. And the odds of making it and whatever that means to you or anyone listening are honestly really low, like extremely low. Like so it's a number you can't imagine. It's that small. But those are the odds I like. <laughs> hey, if you work hard enough at anything, you'll be
2: able to mm. achieve it. I think my goal with comedy is so much... Like, I'm, I'm not trying to... Well, I kind of am, but I'm not. Like, I, I I would hope for, like, you know, Kevin Hart, You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I would hope for that, but that's only because that's just the type of worker I am. I have to set a big goal yeah. to give it my all. And so let's say hopefully one day I do get to that level. That would be amazing. But if I don't make it to that level, I at least want to get to a point where... I could make, like, I could be, comedy could be my career. Mm-hmm. Whether it's not so much just stand-up, maybe, like, writing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I would just still, I want comedy to, this is something, it's like, maybe the first thing I've ever done where I've enjoyed working on it. Like, yeah. I yeah. didn't enjoy the Army. I didn't enjoy Mathis Brothers. I didn't <laughs> enjoy Cherokee Nation businesses. It was good work. But I just didn't There's enjoy it. no heart it.
1: into it. Yeah,
2: but I enjoy doing comedy. Like, I enjoy writing it. I enjoy performing it. I enjoy watching it some more than others. But, you know, <laughs> I, I enjoy comedy. I enjoy the outsides of it, like planning shows and mm-hmm. working with show and figuring. You know what I'm saying? I just I love it.
0: I'm I'm with you. It's it's been the first time. Like I've done a lot of stuff. I'm. Mm-hmm. I turned thirty five in a few weeks, and this is the first time in my life where I'm like, this is something that I'm actually good at that I like doing. Because mm-hmm. I I it, it takes a lot for me to get excited about something. I'm just not there as a person. I feel. Like but I uh, <laughs> so I get that, and and you wanted you want to just keep doing it in some capacity and you want it to be something you can get paid to do. So I'm like,
2: only because I want to be able to focus solely on it. Mm-hmm. Like when you have when you work a job during the day, it's, you know you have your day-to-day experiences. It's kind of like like I would notice like fuck I could, I need to work on this bit, but I'm also working a 9 to 5. So it's like Right.
1: It's still in the back of your mind. You want it to be more in the forefront. Yeah. And
2: I couldn't focus on work Because I was so, I was just like, well, I need to write this joke. And this would be funny if I did this. Yeah. Ooh, this one joke, it'd be great if I tried this out. Versus like, and while I'm lost in thought. It's like 30 minutes, I'm like really behind on work now or something. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, I would really hope that one day I could go far with comedy. Because I'm seeing, it's a lot of guys out here in Tulsa that are legitimately like, I, a couple guys signed up with agencies. Other guys are traveling. You yeah, know.
0: yeah, for sure.
2: And now, if I sign with a fucking agency, I need like background info because I'm not just signing with anybody. But oh, yeah. that would be a great opportunity, you know.
1: Absolutely. Well, I look forward to your Netflix special.
2: I,
0: shit, I would <laughs> love to. If anybody's going to get it, man, it's you. It's I appreciate you. that. I appreciate that. But we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to some sponsors of our show and then we're going to come back. And ask more questions. Hey, do you use drugs? It's okay. I did it for a really long time. And I'm going to be completely honest. Safety was not my number one concern. But if you need clean gear, spoons, condoms, oil burners, or most importantly, Narcan. Come on, man. You got to keep Narcan around. Even if you're not using, if you have friends who do, you can keep it. Just throw it in your backpack.
1: Call Shots at 918-973-2671 for free delivery anywhere in Tulsa. Don't use a loan, and please keep Narcan on hand. Again, that is Shots. Stop harm on Tulsa streets.
0: And we're back. I didn't do the soft, breathy open, but I also didn't play an instrument this time. Well, I appreciate the
1: not doing the soft breathy opening. Well really let's really let's get the tiny guitar.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to how do you do? We we just took a an ad break, so unless you also took a break, you know what you're still listening to. But my name is Still Bread Breakfast. I'm joined by Hannah Backwards and Cepeda Cheeks, our guest. Hello. <laughs> So, we've got more questions. I've got more answers.
1: <laughs> Good. So, where did you serve?
2: So, I served, I went to basic at Fort Seal, Oklahoma, and Lawton. I went to AIT at Fort Gordon and uh, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia. My first duty station was Fort Hood, Texas. Yikes. And that Oof. was my only duty station, but I got deployed twice to... Uh, Poland and Germany the second time, and then Korea the first time.
0: Yeah, so how did you like Lawton, for this starters? It's
2: the worst city in America. It is the worst city. I don't know if the mayor of Lawton is a fan of y'all podcast. No. If so, <laughs> you're doing a terrible job.
0: So I went to college about 45 minutes north of Lawton in a place called Chickasha. -hmm. And we used to go to, we had a choice. If we wanted to go to a mall or go shopping, you could go to Lawton or go to Oklahoma City. Uh, Either way, there was a chance we were going to face gunfire. Like that is just, but Lawton was crazy because it's a college town with a military base. So, you just have a lot of aimless people who, like, <laughs> a lot of alcoholics. Yeah.
2: Tons of alcoholics. If I'm going to face gunfire, I'm going to go to a nice city, at least. Uh, I'd pick Oklahoma City. Yeah. It's Laudan. The Laden Mall was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It was literally like, if you once you walk into it, you've seen it. Like, you've seen the entire mall the minute you walk into it.
0: It's the only place where I feel like I've been, uh, like, really drugged <laughs> I went to a party in Lawton I took a hit uh of a bowl had one beer woke up in a bathtub Ooh, yikes. like party still going around me yeah no memory of anything and that was terrifying like I just lost hours that night <sighs> but uh yeah, like Lawton, I didn't go back for a long time after you should, that. You should never go to Lawton. <laughs> no, there's never. no reason to. It's the worst city I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> it was gross. I remember, yeah, because I had family day there when I graduated, and my family was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I didn't ask y'all to be I did ask y'all to be here, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to come. Like,
1: <laughs> Right. Well, and you didn't request to be in Lawton, Oklahoma. Like, I would you never had request. No to be option. No option. <laughs>
2: So I was forced to be.
0: <laughs> well, Fort Hood is, I mean, now we're finding out, kind of a scary place. Oh, too. it's been a,
2: It's been like that. Yeah. But it's just now making the news, right? right? Yeah. So like, it's been since I, before I got there. It was bad. It's been like shootings and shit, and like soldiers die there all the time. I mean, that's the army. Soldiers are gonna. It's gonna happen because accidents happen. People do dumb stuff. Sometimes it's not their fault either. Sometimes it's just life. But at Fort Hood, everybody's dumb, and people were dying a lot because of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, so, like, since the news has come out they found a couple of bodies, and people have gone missing, and people Mm -hmm. are are rightfully raising a big stink about it, you know? This person's been missing, and nobody wants to help us. It has any of it surprised you, or is it just like, no, that's what we dealt with, and nobody listened?
2: Yeah, so like, yeah, we've seen it for like forever. Like, people would go missing, or people would like die, and we'd be like, what oh, the fuck? But you know, in the army, and the shooters around. No I'm <laughs> But like, you know, people are trying to protect their reputations yeah. and they're So like, when you're in command, you can't just be like, yeah, this soldier of mine just died. You know, they they have to read. You know, they gotta investigate it. But they're going to keep it on the low because mm-hmm. that's bad for them. Yes. So, yeah, that's why a lot of stuff. But then, like, uh, Vanessa again, what happened to her, her family was like, fuck no, like, we need answers, which was, I'm so happy that they did that. And may she rest in peace. Yeah, a lot of things that she, that influenced a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. They fired so many people after, like, that string of events.
1: So they did, they really?
2: So many people before her got fired, like- a wow. lot. It was, and they printed the list too. It was like a three-page list of just people that got fired. Yeah, like everybody was losing their jobs because they just handled shit poorly.
0: Yeah, it wow. wasn't just. It and I. It, it's weird to say just in this context, but it wasn't just a murder. It was a cover up of a sexual assault mm-hmm. or multiple sexual assaults that mm-hmm. were reported, and then like. She gets found in a shallow grave on the base, or I think that was her. She
2: was in a box, so it's like we used to have these tough boxes and stuff, right? And she, like, uh, I guess she like chopped him and his girl, his wife or something. They like chopped her up and then put her in the box. And I forgot how they found it, but they somebody found it or something.
1: Fucking yeah, yikes.
2: yeah, that dude is. Late. And then I was like, his girl? What the fuck? And then like she posted bail and then like put an Instagram for like the next day. And I was like, are you serious? Like you are a criminal. Wow. There's some shitty people out here. And yeah. A lot of them live in Fort Hood. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, of shitty people, when you were in the military, did you have any like Rivals, either professionally or people who like gave you more work to do, who you didn't appreciate. We ask this question to everybody
2: now. Rivals, uh, I did have a lot of like a lot of like my perk like my sergeant. I got demoted once because I got in an argument with my sergeant because he told me to shut up, and I was like, Who the fuck? I like, I just lost. I, I always had like an issue with like people telling me what to do, which is stupid for me to join the army, <laughs> but that was the reason why I joined the army to like learn yeah and it just never clicked so like i used to get in trouble a lot kind of like if i respected you i'd be like yeah i listen to you but if i didn't respect you i'm like why would i listen to right. you right
1: fuck you and i
2: don't think i re- i respected like two people that were in charge of me so a lot of times, i'm like what the fuck are you talking about and then one day he was really mad i think i probably just didn't do something he told me to do which i probably should have done it but i didn't care <laughs> and so he was yelling and shit when he was yelling like spit was flying out of his mouth and i was like dude, stop fucking yelling in my fucking face. And he was like, what did you say? I was like, stop fucking yelling in my face. And I stormed off. And then it's like a process to get demoted in the army that takes like weeks. I was demoted like the next day. He was that mad. Like the next day they were ripping that shit off my chest. And I was like, oh. And I, man, I had countless just like shitty people in charge of me. Yeah, Just the worst.
1: That's a nightmare. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. It was a fun. It was a fun time. You
0: know. <laughs> Glad you have some fun memories. Yeah. <laughs> countless, countless. And so, oh, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Well, what's something that civilians ask you that you can't stand about? Uh, well, you can't stand to answer.
2: My favorite question is I, Well, I just that just contradicted So my favorite, I say my favorite real quick though. My favorite is when they ask like, "Have you killed anybody?" Just because like sometimes I'd be like, "Maybe, you know, who knows?" I haven't, but I just be like. Like, my little cousins, whenever I went home, they'd be like, did you kill anybody? I'm like, countless people.
0: <laughs> right.
2: Like, I dream of the
0: Yes, yeah, that, and that's a question that I've heard people ask, and I somehow, I mean, I, it seems like it should be just baked in. Don't ask that question. Only because, like, do you want the answer? Like, yeah, that's the, right. Like, if
2: you want the answer, ask it, but just, like, because if it's a no, it's a no. But if it's a yes, you got to mm-hmm. look at this person in the eye, and it's like, yes, I've taken lives. Like... I wouldn't ask that question. Mm-hmm. But the question I do hate... It's kind of like they always thought... So one thing is funny that people always think that people in the army make a lot of money. We do not. I did not make a lot of money in the army. I did not make a lot of money
0: <laughs> in the army.
2: I also didn't have any bills in the army. Yeah. So that was the difference. I didn't have rent because they provided housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you really had is like a car note and like your cell phone bill and... Your car insurance. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all you, your internet, like your Wi-Fi. Those are your only bills. So I spent money on that. And then, you know, I have a lot of leftover money because I have no other obligations. And then that's why a bunch of soldiers buy a lot of stupid shit. Like, yeah, I bought tons of dumb shit when I was young.
1: Well, Did did you you buy buy the car? Yeah, a Charger?
2: No, I bought a Toyota Camry. Toyota Corolla. Toyota
0: Corolla. Good for you. Yeah.
1: That's good and reliable. That's oh yeah, amazing. super reliable.
0: Well, I I sold cars for for a while and mm-hmm. uh, sold RVs for a while, but the, the if you had a guy who just enlisted come in, that was like guaranteed commission right there because you could just keep raising the price <laughs> and like, they would just
2: be like, yeah,
0: yeah, I need that.
2: And it's funny because they always targeted them because they had guaranteed like income, like yeah, yeah. you know they're gonna get paid. And also, they're like eighteen years old, so they're like they'll stupid, stupid, <laughs> yeah. Like I had when I when I became a sergeant, and I had people under me. This so she, I had a soldier. She was like, I want to go buy a car, and I said, Hey, can you wait till next week? I'll go with you. That way, you don't get fucked over. And she said, Okay. That next Monday, she had this fucking SUV in the front. I said, where'd you get this car from? She's like, I bought it. I said, you're fucking stupid. So I told her, I said, give me all of your information, all the paperwork they gave you, bring it in after lunch. She brought all in. The- she had like 29% APR. Whoa. They were fucking her over. Oh, I said, we got to go back and take this car back. She was like, what? I love this car. I said, you're paying 29% APR on it. You're going to be paying for this car for the rest of your life. Oh my God.
0: They fucking got her to take out a mortgage on a car.
2: Yeah, like you're going to spend double what this car yeah. is worth.
0: That's insane. but yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and but that's
2: just one of just many cases.
0: I had I had a like salespeople who would go on fucking wish and buy like little like the LEDs for your door panels. And they would be like, yeah, I'm gonna throw these in for a thousand bucks. That fucking thing cost a quarter. That's genius. But, hell uh, yeah, cause these
2: <laughs> these dumb fucks. I had plenty of homeboys that had that bullshit in these doors. Oh, yeah. And they were like, yeah, bro, I spent like 400. I'm like, you dumbass. Like, I I could have done that for you.
1: I was like, I see those at the dollar store. Like, I could do that, do that for you. <laughs>
2: bro, I, it's an app. I could, like, I'm gonna hack it right now and put stupid colors on your car because you're stupid. <laughs> make it brown no yeah when I tell you (laughs) that's the army's biggest weakness (laughs) use car lots like that is uh, not Russia (laughs) inside
1: secret use car lots use car lots (laughs) do you feel like the government stops caring after you leave like the service or your (sighs) army or
2: oh yeah 200% 2000% (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's funny because so like when I got out of the army I went to like try to get glasses and then they're like, bro, pff, you have no insurance right now. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm not insured anymore. I forgot. I've been in the army seven years. So I was like, i go to the doctor for whatever. Insurance. But I forgot, like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not insured anymore. So they were like, you're buying these glasses out of pocket. And I was like, keep them. Uh, <laughs> I'll be blind. <laughs> I'll be blind. Yeah, they super. And what you know, we got like all these homeless veterans that you see on the side of the
1: street. We do, yeah. All the time. Oh, yeah.
2: But yeah, a lot of the time. Uh, now, if you've been honorably discharged, you can get your. You got. You can go to vet, Veterans Affairs office and stuff. You'll be. sure. Yeah, depends what you did, but they they'll hook you up though. But like things for like they're working on it now. They're getting much better now because of mountains of criticism, but oh yeah, they're much better now. Like mental health, like taking care of people's mental health when they get out. Stuff really, like they've gotten much better.
1: I sure fucking hope so. There is tons it's about of damn time. There is
2: tons of services for like veterans, especially like combat veterans and stuff. There's tons of services now, but there's like recent developments.
0: Yeah, I was like, this all must be really new. Well, the the big deal for a long time was that dudes were coming back from the desert and like, yeah, they were injured, but were they oxycodone injured, oh. and then doctors they they would throw out oxycodone and Xanax. I lost a classmate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have numerous other classmates who are still on the shit, getting it reliably monthly, using that up in a few days, and then you know going back to the street, mm-hmm. and and that's that's what the VA did for a long time, um, and that that's a big part of the criticism. Also, just contributed to the homelessness.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: And 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 all the other problems. Xanax yes. does not solve any problems. No, no. Yeah. It's
1: fun. Yeah, no, but I never took it at like, you know, the best day of my life. Yeah. It was never because of a good thing. Good rap
2: songs related to Xanax. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah that's There's just, also
1: some really bad ones related to Xanax.
2: Oh, two thousand percent. That's the best slash worst thing to happen to music. Dr- uh-huh. drugs.
1: Drugs.
0: Uh, <laughs> so you you mentioned uh being in the riot. What other times did you get in trouble uh while you were in so
2: many times I, I used to get in trouble so much i remember at the end of basic i had like huge arms because i did so many push-ups yeah because i got in trouble way more than everybody else so, you- so everybody was like why are you so much more muscular than us and i'm like because i got in trouble way more than all of you like i was just a smart ass for no reason like i was just like Looking back, I'm like, why the fuck was I this sarcastic? But then I'm like still this sarcastic. <laughs> uh I'm trying to think of like, what's a big time I got in trouble? Uh like I was late a lot. I was late a ton. Uh I'm trying to think of a big one. Oh, well it wasn't me, but it was somebody I was like in charge of. So it was me, yeah. technically. So he we were getting we were getting on the plane to go overseas and he overslept and was like an hour late. And you go to jail for that. You go to, like, when you have orders to be deployed and you miss those orders, you're yeah. considered, like, AWOL. It's like, a, you go to jail. Like, he could, if he missed that flight, he would have been serving time.
1: Yeah. And Serious So
2: time. Uh, they were like, what the fuck is he? And I was like, I'm also like hugging my son for my last moments before I get on the plane. So I was like, I kind of don't care.
1: Right. And they
2: were like, he's going to go to jail. I'm like, I still, still don't, don't care. care. And they was like, you'll get rolled up. I was, let's get him. Let's find him. <laughs> So I'm blowing his phone up. He doesn't answer. And then a bunch of other people blow his phone up. He doesn't answer. I called him like one last time. And he was like, hey, man, I already know what you're about to say. My alarm didn't go off. And I was like, I'm not even mad at you. But I said, you, you need to hurry up. Like You got to get here. And when he got here, they were on his ass.
1: What the fuck? And he was like. It is what
0: it That's is. That's the one you can really do half yeah. the time. Just yeah. Shrug it off. Shrug it off. So, uh, wait, did you say you were in Japan?
2: I was in Korea. Korea, Korea. South Korea. Sur-
0: South, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so you don't know the banana lady.
2: <sighs> I've heard about the banana lady. Man, oh I have God. too. I've there are
0: YouTube videos. Lady. Yeah. Um, and then Pornhub videos. Of course. I try not to watch those, but. Well, I, so, um, since you, you were in Korea, did you do bobbing for soju? Did you go to the expat bars? So,
2: I tried to avoid, like, I did drink tons of soju, though. Don't get (laughs) dumb Uh, amounts of soju. Yeah. But I was 19 at the time, so I had to avoid, like, bars. So, I would still go, but I had to sneak because the drinking age there is, like, 17. Mm. But the army still said you had to be 21 21. to drink. yes. So, when I went out, if we went to a bar, we went, like, off in the cut, like, hidden bars. Yeah. I couldn't go to, like, popular ones because they'd be, like, or I couldn't drink at them because they'd be, like... You're in trouble. So I was sneaking to like more in the cut. Or if I did go to one, it was like a dance club. Like a real big dance club or something.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean you drank a ton of soju. The, you write a passage.
2: Large amounts of soju. soju. I don't remember a quarter of Korea.
0: <laughs> soju doesn't taste good and I don't understand why everybody loves it. But
2: It didn't have a taste like when I drank oh. it. Like it just didn't have a taste.
0: Ah. I think it tastes that's different dangerous. in
2: Korea than it tastes like probably it's there it tastes like nothing like so people would mix it like people mix it with like anything and just knock it off yeah or just drink it straight because you can't really taste it and that's why people were just
1: hammered
2: done it's been times where like i was sitting down and i'm just drinking and then when it's time to go i'm like i physically can't (laughs) like i physically can't get out of my seat right now and they'd be like bro stop playing i'm like I'm not like I'm you're
1: going to have to pick me up now.
2: I'm t- I'm not going out anymore. Like I'll be mean, like good bad fun.
0: Yeah, I uh, I used to drink with some with some vets who serv- who were in Korea and they brought back a bobbing for soju which mm-hmm. was filling up an ammo can. Like a like a 50 cal uh can with soju and then putting tubes in it and drinking it from that. I don't know where the bobbing came in. But you get very drunk quickly.
2: Let me clarify. I'm a different type of veteran. I'm a very, like, level-headed... You you are. I'm very (laughs) chill, just, like... So that extra (laughs) shit, like, even when I was in, I was like, fuck no. Yeah. But, like, no, I would humor it every now and again. But most of the time, I'm like, nah, nah, (laughs) nah. Like, there's a difference with, like, white people shit and, like, army white people. Oh, my God. It is... (laughs) oh my god army white people shit is intense those motherfuckers they used to like purposely so they used to take this shot I forgot what they called it they would like snort salt squeeze a lemon in their own eye (laughs) and then take this shot yeah and I was like why the fuck do y'all do that and it was like weird cause like it was like black dudes doing this I'm like why are y'all doing this like what's going on (laughs) like bro it's the way of the they were called fisters which is a weird thing. Which is crazy because they're forward observers. They do nothing revolving around fisting in the army. But, like, they <laughs> they would just observe. So, like, the artillery people, when they would send rounds, their job was to, like, watch it and be like, hey, you got to adjust it. Yeah, Like, do it this way, do it that way. Or, hey, shoot at this coordinate, blah, 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 blah. They basically sent them the info to shoot the artillery. And I was like, I don't know why they were called fisters. But those motherfuckers were insane. Like, <laughs> crazy group of people. Right. Crazy group of individuals. <laughs> wild. And the greatest part of the, uh, for me, I think the craziest part to me, was when, like, they first started letting, like, women in combat jobs. Oh, my goodness. The army just completely changed. Because dudes didn't know how to act. They were like, women? On a regular basis around me. What's going on?
1: Oh, and I was God. like, yeah, not like?"
2: But you got to remember, these like eighteen year old people in oh, this shit. Like, oh,
1: I know, but year-olds.
2: they never worked a job. Still. They never worked with like people. Period. So let yeah. alone like women. They've only been working around men. Doesn't like the only women we worked with. Like I worked with women because I didn't have a combat job. But like, so I was like, "Shit's not different for me." But these infantry dudes that are just like infantry, infantry. They're stupid. No offense to y'all, but y'all are kind of dumb. Well, I mean, that's the reason why you had that job. You knew it. Yeah, I knew it. They you got know. an
0: infantry for a reason because they I, couldn't get in anywhere else. They call
2: themselves dumb for <laughs> you to even let you, before you even get the chance to.
0: Yeah, they'll tell. They'll readily admit to eating crayons.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They're dumb, but it's like not an insult. It's just like.
0: <laughs> it's, the, the, it's they're crazy. They are. do yeah. not
2: take offense to it. They'll be like, that's fine. Yeah. 100% I'm dumb. That's why I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm dumb. I had to join. If I had to join I'm dumb. If you join the army because you had to, you're kind of dumb. And that's fine. <laughs>
1: Well, that kind of leads into our next question a little bit. Did you feel like you were tricked into joining the army?
2: 50 fit like, I was planning, I was considering it, and he just got lucky. He called me at the like the best time. Yeah. He I, he got super lucky that I was there. But I was already considering it, because my dad wanted mm-hmm. me to. So, I was already like, I might. And he was like, do it. And I was like, fuck it, bro. Like.
0: I mean, I guess since you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you feel like recruiters should be allowed in in schools?
2: No, no, not hundred. I don't think. I think the legal age to join the army should be twenty one. I don't think you should. I don't think. I don't think eighteen should be the legal age to join the army.
0: I, I'm I'm with you. That's and
2: way too young. I had to ask to use the bathroom two months ago, and now <laughs> I can go to war. Like no, that's no. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and your your brain isn't developed. You're not making good decisions when you're still in high school, and sometimes. It's just because it's your only option. Like, yeah. Like, if you can't afford college, they'll totally use that to sell it to you. Hey, come men, and man. hang out with us for a little bit. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to college. Why isn't that shit free in the first place? I mean, get having... What everybody considers you have to have to have a future, going to college, and it costs more money than anything else on earth.
2: Yeah, and so... Well, and it's not
0: required to join the army. Like, it's not required for that. Well, yeah, but you can pay for it if you join up. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and they use that to sell it to you.
2: Yeah, that's really, yeah, it was college. My dad really wanted me to join, as I said, if I get. The job I did in the army was a good job to get outside of the army. So I was like, uh, it's kind of the only, I was either going to do that or weld. And then I had a friend who had a fat ass burn. I was like, well, let me join something I could die in. And it was a, <laughs> I was looking back. That was stupid too. But
0: yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Great.
1: Um, do you have any fun or crazy stories that really pop into your mind? Oh man!
0: Yeah, I know you have several. Oh man! I mean, <laughs> I mean, I told that good ride story. Right that there. was a good story.
2: Uh, one time, uh, I had a friend. <laughs> so he he, pff, this dude, he's like one of my best friends still to this day. He got trashed, but like he got drunk. So we were meeting him out somewhere, <laughs> but we were running a like a long time, and he just like really eager to go. So he just said, "I'm gonna meet y'all there," and he just went to the like little club we were going to. So by the time we get there, he's like trashed. And we were like, how did you get this drunk this fast? And he was like, I've been drinking all day. And I'm like, no. And We're, we're also all like under it. I was like 19. He was like 19 as well. Our other friend, he was 21. But he was also like, if we get in trouble, I'm going to be the one they looked at. And yeah, I was like, he's, he's not one. wrong. He's not <laughs> wrong at all. Yeah. And uh, so we were like, well, we got to get him home because he's no way, shape, or form should be out here. So we get in the, and this is all 100 percent true. There's not an ounce of fiction in this story. So we get him outside that he can't even stand. So, so we get him outside and we call a cab and hella cabs are ignoring us. We also can't speak Korean. But the only Korean we know is like, hey, in Korea, which I forgot it now. I think it was like on Yeah. Yeah. So I'm calling cabs and finally one stops. So we get him in. I swear to God. He, he, as soon as he pulls off, he hits a pedestrian. He hits somebody, and, but he didn't hit him hard because he hit the dude, hit the ground, and he got back up. And he started cursing out the cab driver. Cab driver gets out and curses him back out like he didn't just hit him, like, you're in the wrong. You, you just hit somebody. But, uh, so then we were not concerned for that man's life. We were like, we have somewhere to be because in Korea we had curfew. Okay. And if you miss curfew, you're getting kicked out. Like, there's, you miss curfew, that's it. That's it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. They'll let you stay in for some other like crazy shit, but can't miss curfew. <laughs> That's your career. So we were like, we cannot miss curfew. So we heard of Got it. We literally running in the middle of the street, like running in front of like calves, like, please stop. So one stops and we get in. And our friend that is too drunk, he starts like spitting. And I'm like, he's about to throw up. Yeah. And we're like, bleep, dude, stop spitting!" Because cab drivers like, "Stop spitting in my cab!" And we're like, "Please stop spitting!" Stop spitting! And he's like, "Don't tell me what to do." <laughs> and we're like, "We will leave you." Like we. And the cab driver's like, "He spit one more time. I'm kicking y'all out." And we're like, a mile away from the oh, gate. Shit, yeah. So we're like, "Bro, just hold it in for like a mile." Just like, covers- like a mile. So I'm, I had to put my hands around <laughs> his mouth. You did
1: cover his mouth.
2: I had to put my hands around his mouth so he would stop spitting, and I had a handful of spit. <laughs> And so we get to the gate finally, and I, I pay the cab driver. We get in, and I ask my friend for his wallet. We got your IDs, and he hands me his watch. He just took his watch off to take this. What so the fuck that gonna do? He was like they'll know. I'm like, bro, <laughs> shut the fuck up. i like, give me your fucking wallet. I had to dig in his pocket and get it. And so... They'll know. I, and I couldn't find it. I was like, where's your ID at it? He had like 12 credit cards. I was like, what's going... <laughs> he had his library card. like library cards. We're in Korea. We even not go to the library anymore. Why do you have this still? And so I showed him the ID and he lets us all in. We get like 11.59. Curfew's at 12. Ooh. We get like 11.59. We were a minute away from dishonorable discharges. I'd have been like, Selling drugs right now or something, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: or like I probably would just started comedy sooner. Who fucking knows? <laughs> but so then after that, we're walking. We have him. He's a big dude too. He's like six three, like two forty. He's a big dude, and so we got him on our shoulders. He says, "I can walk by myself." So he pushes us off. So I said, "I'm so sick of him." I said, "We're inside now. Yeah, fuck no, it, fuck man." Fuck you. You're on your. So own. he takes one step and immediately just falls boop. face first <laughs> onto the ground. And I look at my homeboy, and I was like, bro, he just died. I said, he's, he's he died. <laughs> don't. I'm, I'm also drunk, too. I'm also trashed. I don't know why, how I'm doing this. I said, bro, he just died. I said, that's it. He's dead. And he's like, I'm not dead. I said, you're dead. I'm trying to convince <laughs> him that he died. I'm like, bro, you just died. There's no way you survived this. So, <laughs> and then we pick him up, and as we're walking, he goes, I can't believe y'all let me fall. I said, bitch, <laughs> I said, you pushed us away. But anyway, so we get him, but then we forget we're all underage. So when we get to the front, I said, hey, there's like a little desk with a person sitting there at all times. Uh, So I was like, fuck, we can't drunkenly stumble into here. Right. So I was like, how do we go about this? So my homeboy said, I'll distract him. You get him upstairs. And it was beautiful how he did this. He walks in and he goes, hey, Sergeant. Could you explain to me how you made it this far? I'm just so impressed with you. And this dude's like, well, let me tell you. Oh,
1: my God. if there's one thing a man in
2: the army loves to do, it's it's talk about himself. (laughs) And this motherfucker, dad paid zero attention to us. I'm hauling this heavy-ass man upstairs. He's like, anyway. So he didn't even know we walked in. He was, because the next day.
1: That's incredible.
2: So I get him upstairs. I get him in bed. I tuck him in. Give him a little kiss on the forehead. I said, You get some sleep now. So I go back downstairs, get my homeboy, and I'm like, Hey man, we did it. And he's like, All right, cool. But he had to finish listening to the rest yeah. of this man's backstory. So I walked away. But uh so afterwards, <laughs> I go back upstairs, check on my homeboy. He's in his own throw up on the floor.
1: Oh, I'm like, what the fuck happened? I, did? Did I put I said, you in bed. I'm like, what
2: happened? It was like five years ago. And his roommate's like, This motherfucker <laughs> I'm like, You've made somebody this mad already? Like So as a good friend, I cleaned up his throw up. I put him in the in the shower, you know. And then uh his roommate said, "I'll make sure he gets in bed." I said, "You sure?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Okay." And so then the next so that was that night. The next morning, no. I walked downstairs. He's in a sleeping bag on the floor. <laughs> And I was like, "How do you get there?" And the dude at the desk said, "Hey, they're looking for you." And I was like, "Oh no!" God damn it! I was like, "Oh no!" So I had to like, I was like under investigation for that, for, like underage drinking. And he was as well. He was obviously guilty, but uh, <laughs> right, I was you know guilty I'd already, by I already slept the night before. Hmm?
1: Guilty by association. So
2: they basically, so when they questioned me they're like, did you provide him with any? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, did you drink with? Them? I'm like, no no such 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 and they were like well we have no evidence against you so you're free but he's 100% in trouble so yeah he got in wow. trouble Wow. I mean he just got like two weeks extra duty I think he lost he got demoted that was about it okay yeah hmm that's not so bad that's Not
1: terrible i nah, guess it's not
2: terrible at all it's it's worse he
1: made it you helped him make it to curfew so his career he could have honestly
2: faced. and it was crazy he's always like bro you really saved my life that day and i'm like i genuinely did i know because everybody it was funny so he had the little scar on his face when he fell like he fucked his <laughs> face like he had a fucking gash and so we try to come up with a lie as to why that because we don't want to tell them he fell on his face because he's drunk so I said it was a fight in a club, and somebody accidentally elbowed him in the face. However, when I told people that they, you know how like when people tell, right. so people just made it seem like he got jumped, and then also they thought that we just let him get jumped. So like y'all are bad friends. I'm like, dad, it, it was all a lie in the first place. Like right, no, like, he never. Just... <laughs> so now not only are we under investigation, people think we're shitty friends. I'm like, I'm more mad about that. Right, I'm a great friend.
1: <laughs> Good. So what got you into comedy?
2: funny story about that so me thunderwolf and another friend of ours named jordan we went to the rabbit hole on an open mic one day and i was drunk as fuck and they said open mic try out anything you want to rap do comedy i said so i I actually i i've always been a fan of stand-up comedy ever since a little kid and i've wrote jokes in the past well before that i wrote jokes in the past but i just did it for fun and so i said this is my So I signed up I went up there And I said a couple of the jokes That I said Like I wrote down And people really liked them Like people were like Yo this guy's funny So I was like For real And then uh, I'm trying to think How did I So then I looked up Like Tulsa Open mics And I saw the next day It was one at Hunt Club And I went there too And then Ever since then I've just been doing comedy And then I met Evan In a random parking lot One night and it's like a week of me doing comedy. And he said, hey, you want to do a Skylight Mansion? And I was like, I just met you.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yes. And then yeah, I, did, that's the, I did that in Sound Pony. And I did a good job. And we've been working together, me and him, and various other people in Tulsa Comedy have been working ever since.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, you're really fucking funny. And like I said earlier, I, I make it a point to go see you when I can. Um, I appreciate that. I th- we've done some shows mm-hmm. together. We did High Dive. We've done, did we do a martini show? I don't
2: know about the martini. Is High Dive that restaurant? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that one. That was a weird one.
0: That was a weird, That was the last night they were open.
2: It was. I remember because my grandma and aunt were in town and they really wanted to come and High Dive I was like, no. And I was like, they just drove six hours to see me. Like Yeah,
0: yeah, that was we were told, yeah. we were told we could have people and then Evan showed up and I was like, Evan, we we aren't allowed to have people. And he went,
1: What the fuck?
0: Like, nobody told him? Yeah. Like, and he they just was booking didn't say it.
1: Anything. And then, like, even the comics that were there didn't even get, like, seats. They were just. Yeah, I we didn't... had to sit on like a crate in the hallway. Yeah, 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 like the hallway that everybody was walking in and out of.
2: That was a, that was a strange one. Not but the that's... strangest, but a strange one.
0: Yeah, that's that's just comedy. That's how it's going to work <laughs> sometimes. Is a... It's that is it's going to be poorly planned. Bingo, full circle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stop planning. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to plan a comedy. I'm just going to say comedy here at this location. I don't know who's going to be on it. You know, I don't know. Who... <laughs> It's gonna be at a location. I don't know what time it's gonna be. Just show up there at whenever. Fuck it.
0: Message me like two days ahead, and I'll just, I'll do it.
2: Bet. <laughs> I would love to do it. I love an uh, impromptu. Hey man, I know you didn't. I've been playing times where I've come to just watch people. And be like, hey, somebody pulled out. Like you trying to perform? And I'd be like,
0: what? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do yeah, it. do it. Hundred
0: percent. So what's thing? What's one thing that you would change about the local comedy scene? If you had the power.
2: <sighs> Fuck. It's only because there's so many things. But um, uh, not so many things. Like, I like, I think we have a great group of people. Some better than others. But uh, I think, like, like when I'm talking, like, moral compasses. Mm-hmm. And I just think that one thing I will tell Tulsa comedians is y'all can try new jokes. That's probably just my biggest thing. <laughs> like, you can just try new stuff. It's okay to try new stuff.
0: I have seen so many comics go up and do the same fucking set every night Everywhere. for years.
2: Yeah, like like since I've, because I know I haven't been in it that long. I've only been in it since I started last October. So I haven't been in that long. But it's been people I've seen from then to like now. I'm like, can we get some new shit? Like, yeah. can, we, can we get, some? not saying that like the jokes I already hear are funny, but it's like, I've heard your set. I it's certain people I could say their shit word for word. Like as they're saying it. Mm -hmm. And it's you know like it's funny, it's cool. I would save that, save that for like the shows where people who have not heard it already will hear it.
0: Right. Yeah, try new things. But try new things. Expand. When you're doing a mic, you gotta do new stuff so you can figure out what works. Then you take all of those mics and you take the good shit. And you whittle it down and put it all together into your big shows. Exactly. Anytime you're booked, then you do all the stuff you've been doing. Yeah. But at the mics, that's when you're supposed to experiment. And if it doesn't work, who gives a shit? You're allowed to bomb. You need to bomb. You should bomb. You Everybody
2: should bomb. Because yeah. I, I, I went on a streak where I'd like when I first started, I just was not bombing. Yeah. And then when I did, phew. Yeah, Phew.
0: it's <laughs> devastating at first, but I did it for a year just trying to figure out what I needed to do to make it work. Mm-hmm. And then I remember one night after a mic, somebody came up to me and they were like, hey, so I've always liked the way you write, but this is the first time you seemed like you had a set, mm-hmm. like a real comic. And I was like, cool, that's all I need to hear. Used it at a show. It killed that's what I've been doing since then. For like a solid year now, I've been doing that exact technique, and it works. People are treating mics like a show. Mics are not an official thing. You don't need to count how many you've been on. You don't need to remember them, especially. You just need to know what worked for you. Mm-hmm. That is your time. If you want to go up and juggle, do it.
1: I mean, it's practice. <laughs>
0: it's practice. Over mics, that's... You- I always use open mics as like uh the things I think I'm
2: weak on, like I, so like, I've always been okay at crowd work, probably, you know what I'm saying, but I was like, I want to be great at crowd work. Yeah. So open mics, I'm probably like, I might go up there with like a bit or two I'm working on, and I'm, I'll am i be like, I'm just gonna do some crowd work, like mm-hmm. for the rest of it, just kind of like working on it. I'm just trying to like practice, like, once I hear some shit, just like, all right, absorb it, like, well not absorb, but you know, like, f- get the information, brain make it funny, make something funny,
0: yeah.
2: and then bam. Because repetition really helps me with that.
0: Sure, yeah, sure. You gotta, I mean, practice riffing on stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, go up with, I've seen Thunderwolf do it a couple times. He'll just like get three subjects and go up and riff on it. And it keeps him sharp. Yeah. And that is is super important because you gotta be able to turn on a dime. If something doesn't work, change it then.
2: I have exits for every yes. joker. <laughs> and I can tell I'm like, this joke is not going to go over well. So I just skate the fuck out of it. Yeah. I get the fuck out of there. And I might like do a little curl. Like, hey, man, like fucking you look funny. You know what I'm saying? Or, and then like as soon as it's like get a little giggle. Well, anyway, you know, or something like that. Or I figure some segue out. Yeah, I hate. Yeah, That's another thing. Yeah. If you know your joke's not doing good. Stop doing just, it. Just stop doing it. Yeah. It's okay. I
0: know you worked hard on it.
2: Not tonight. You know, it's just...
0: I have some bits that I think are the funniest fucking thing that have never worked. Mm-hmm. It Def- just take them out. I, it's, I'm it's i not too proud to do that. If I thought it was funny and it doesn't work, it just doesn't work.
2: Definitely. Yeah, like... And it's sometimes just like, sometimes matters your crowd. matters the timing. Yeah. Maybe your delivery's not the best with it. Yep. You gotta change it up. Don't... That's one thing. Like, like we talk about people not changing shit. Yeah. It's funny when, like, a joke didn't go well... And they just keep doing that joke.
0: I've seen it so many times. And I'm
2: like, th- it'd be different if like they changed how they said it or added more or less or something. Like this shit is just not funny. Like you just gotta let this joke go. It's okay. I,
0: the worst, the worst conversation I have ever had to have with somebody was, "Hey man, you just depressed the fuck out of the audience." Like. Not only did you bomb your set, you bombed the three guys who came up after you.
2: Yeah, you're super fucking over, like, the rest. Not so much, like, it's not pressure, like, hey, if you do bad, we're fucked. But it's just, like, don't do ba- Like, if you see, like, oh, it's, it's taking a turn, and you're just, well, let's just fucking.
0: Yeah, don't, d- don't bring everyone
1: down. Yeah. Yeah, because it will affect those others after you, regardless yeah. of whether it was intentional or not.
0: I was feeling sad, so I did the darkest material I could come up with. Oh my god, I hate that. I hate <laughs> that. Actually, I take back my other
2: my other <laughs> suggestion for Tulsa Comics. This is my suggestion for Tulsa Comics. Comedy is to make people laugh. <laughs> not, so comedy is not to purposely uh, insult and or disrespect and or depress and or bring people down. Like, comedy is to bring laughter. Yeah. And maybe you might not... I don't like a lot of... Like, it'd be certain people in the crowd, i like, I don't like that motherfucker. But he paid to be here, so I gotta make him laugh. Yep. Or, like, may, let's say, like, fucking... I'm not in a good mood. They don't give a fuck. Like, they paid money. Or they probably didn't pay money. Sometimes they didn't. But well, either or, they've come for a show, it's your job to put on a show. Not fucking upset people. Like yeah. who the fuck wants to pay to get upset?
0: Some of the best sets I've ever had, I went up pissed off mm-hmm. and just like, you know what? I'm gonna make this an angry set. And it was hilarious because it's just like me being mad at nothing. Yeah. And and it sounds great, but you hear that I've got an axe to grind. I don't tear into anybody. Yeah, exactly. I don't make it about anybody and self deprecation only works when the audience doesn't see it in you if you want to go up and be like i'm ugly and the audience is like you're not ugly you've got them on your side Mm -hmm. if you are ugly they're just gonna go ah shit that guy's ugly That's that's true but uh this is the time you now get to plug and promote whatever you have going on so tell our listeners about it we'll make uh, every effort to get there, to come see you. You got a show, what, tomorrow night? Tomorrow night at the Tulsa Comedy
2: Club. We're doing a comedy fundraiser for the youth, this youth basketball team.
0: That's awesome. We're trying
2: to get them some money so they can play some basketball. So That's we got a show at the Tulsa Comedy Club. Uh a dweller every Sunday. Yep. I host the open mic with Roscoe. So come out, try out your material, new stuff, uh, or work on your old stuff. You know, just do something different, uh, please, uh (laughs) what else do i have coming up i haven't i don't wait i wrote it down
0: we see you most weeks at starlight
2: star i'm at starlight most wednesdays unless i'm sleepy
0: (laughs) it's Uh, true it is a late show i understand on the 19th i'm at
2: the red bison with uh brent Dio.
0: that's awesome
2: yeah and then uh in may the 28th i'm going to arkansas
1: Ooh, travel. travel all right
2: this is the like the third time i've traveled for comedy and that's,
0: that's really good
2: yeah and then uh oh june that's super far away but june 15th i'll be featured at the Looney bin oh, with shit, some i forgot leader. the name of the act that's coming in town but i'll be like opening up for him or something like that so. yeah
0: that's awesome are you working there for a week
2: I'm not sure just yet. I know uh, they 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 hit me up for it and I don't know the exact detail. They're gonna give me more details, but they were like, You free? I'm like, Yep, they're like, All right, we're booking you. All
0: that's right, awesome. Right. Hey. So I've got uh well, it's Starlight every week. Um, I'll be out for a week, but I'll be back. Uh I'm just taking a a, a week to rest up. But I got a show, June twenty third. Uh it's the sure. Yeah, I think it's a shrine. It's um, it's Mac Taylor's comedy review. It's the Pride Show. I love Mac Taylor. Mac Taylor is amazing. Um, I'm planning on doing a show uh, with with some special twists. We're gonna go up on stage and complain. I think I've I've got you on my list uh, to do it.
2: I oh, would you mean, like to complain about?
0: No, oh. no, no. We're <laughs> not gonna complain about you. We're gonna bring you up to complain about shit. But uh, that'll be a fun show because it's gonna be a little bit different. It's it's got a unique uh, point of view. Um, I think that's it.
1: Smoke weed every day.
0: Smoke weed every day. You got any advice for our listeners?
1: Um, I do.
2: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually have good advice, but uh, oh, I got one. Listen, in this life, you just gotta play this game with the cards you're dealt. No, com- no use complaining to the dealer, you know? Just use your deck and play the best you can.
0: I like it. I like it. That's uh, that's that's big advice, big words from Cepeda. And uh, listeners, we'll probably take a week off from the show, but uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. This has been a Booger Satan Bitch Fest production.